Today's show is pre-recorded. Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I have something, and it so describes how I was living. It so captures the feelings that I had about beginning on the pathway of my dreams. It, it so describes how I felt when I was about to attempt something. And I have some striking news for you. It describes often how I feel still today to a degree. So let me tell you what that is. Here's an analogy that I've heard a couple of different ways, but I've kind of, you know, fixed it around to where I can drink it better. And I think it fits my personality to describe it to people best this way. I've talked often about the urgency of doing something with your life, of getting started today, of stopping the procrastination and putting it off and waiting on all your ducks to line up in a row and waiting until the stars align themselves. If if you're waiting on such a thing, you're never going to get started. I don't know too many people who can say that all the ducks just lined up in a row. Things happen. Even when you get them lined up, one of the ducks get out of line or somebody knock over the dominoes, something happens. But here's the point I'm getting at. God has so many blessings available to you, you who's listening. God has so many blessings available to you from where you are right now. I don't care what you've gotten yourself into or what you've done, 
God has so many blessings that he can send your way. But you have to do something. See, a lot of people just sit around and go, man, I don't, I don't, something always happening to you. You're always getting a break. You're always doing this. You're always doing Man, don't nothing come my way. Listen to me. If nothing ever comes your way, you know why that is? It's because you're not doing anything. I promise you you're not. Here's the deal. God has all these blessings he wants to send you, but you got to give him something to work with now. Come on. God will bless you. God can touch people's hearts on your behalf. He can move situations around for you. He can align the stars. He can set the ducks up in a row. But align the stars and move people around and touch people's hearts and set the ducks up in a row for what? Have you put forth any effort? Have you made a single step in any direction to do the right thing or go the right way that gives him something to put his finger on? Come on, man. God can only bless you according to your faith. If you have a little bit of faith, give him that. Let him work with that. You know, man, I didn't always start with these speeches you hear in the morning now. I ain't always had these. I grew to these. I stumbled my way to these. I messed up my way to these here. I got it wrong so many times to be able to sound like I got some sense. I've said it often. Failure is a wonderful teacher. Do you know how many times I have had to have failed to have what I have in my head today? I'm telling you, man, it's a process. People get mad at the process. You got to do something to give God something to work with. He'll bless you, but what you want me to bless, if you ain't putting forth any effort, you can get blessed from wherever you are in your life, wherever your starting point is, wherever you find yourself wound up. You can get it back from there. I've done it. Man, by the grace of God, I've done it. I, I, I got over, man. I learned some things along the way. Because here's the deal. As long as God keeps waking you up in the morning, he ain't through with you yet. When he's done, you're done. But if God still has a plan for you, you wake up in the morning. He still got some more work for you to do, you wake up in the morning. So if you keep waking up, man, it's something that God wants from you, would love to have from you. And he can work with you, man, if you just walk towards him a little bit. Here's the deal. I know it's hard for the average person to start because the fear of the unknown is incredible. What if I fail? What if I don't get picked? You know, one of the hardest things I ever did was walking in to quit my job. Oh, man, let me tell you about that day when I decided that I was going to be a full-time comedian after winning an amateur night one time. Quitting your job, following your dream, going for it, despite all the naysayers, it's like stepping off a cliff. It's like actually just walking off the edge of a cliff, hoping, hoping now, not really knowing, but hoping. Hoping is the bare basis of faith. I stepped off that cliff hoping that my parachute would open and allow me to drift down. See, I've never skydived before, but I would imagine part of the thrill, and I don't know this because I'm not going to skydive to find out. I think part of the thrill for people is the, uh, the, the danger part of throwing yourself out of plane and how it feels to be free falling. But the whole time they're free falling, having this exhilarating over the top moment. 
You have got to believe in your heart of hearts. You have got to hope with everything in you that when you pull this cord, the chute opens or else this ain't a good move at all. But you've packed your chute yourself. You've taken the lessons. So you go ahead and you make the leap. Now, the only thing about quitting your job and following your dream is you ain't really been trained all that good for this. You done packed your chute, but you ain't never opened it before. So I walked off this cliff. That's what it was like. And you following your dream is like you walking off a cliff. Here's the part where people don't never make the jump. They see somebody like myself who jumped off the cliff and the parachute don't open right away. And I hit a couple rocks on the way down. I got my back cut up pretty bad. They see that. Three years living in a car. Man, he got his life toe down jumping off that cliff. I ain't jumping off that cliff. But see, what you don't understand is you don't know it, but eventually the chute will open. And I'm at the parachute opening part of my life, man, where the chute didn't open and I'm drifting. And I'm, I'm able to guide my chute over to Paris and glide. I've, I've glided over to Africa and seen what it looked like. It's a slow ride down when the parachute finally opened. Uh, and my back didn't heal, too. And the cuts that I had on me, I remember now I know how to stay away from the edge. But the parachute then opened. And I'm enjoying my life for the first time. I'm gliding. But I, I got hit up against the rock. I can see more. I get a chance to see more things. I get to glide and see more parts of the world. I'm living my dream. Your parachute is going to open, but I'll tell you one thing for sure. It'll never open if you don't step off that cliff. You got to step off that cliff. God will get the parachute open for you, but you got to jump, baby. That's the hard part, ain't it? Now, the question is, the end of this story right here today, when you jumping? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's happening right now. Welcome to it, everybody. Please uh, uh, make yourself feel as grateful as you possibly can. Uh, there is no better way to start the day than to be grateful for the things that have happened in your life, uh, your health, uh, your measure of health, uh, your family, any friends, the fact that you can hear, the fact that you have food, shelter, clothing, the fact that you have uh, means, the fact that you have the ability to seek, me, seek means, Whatever it is, joy, happiness, the fact that you're still here, a lot of things to be grateful for, okay? That's how we started. Junior, oh, excuse yeah. me, Shirley Strawberry Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, uh, Kia Spates, better known as Junior, and the young legend that he is, nephew Tommy. Uh, <sighs> what's on your mind, Junior? Okay, uh, you know, yesterday was Valentine's Day. You told him. You told him that. Mm, you did. Yeah. You told him. <laughs> Now, today, if you did not fulfill your assignment, what is your woman saying to you this morning? Well, I don't know specifically what your woman is saying to you. Yeah. You could have avoided it by listening to Uncle Steve. Yeah. But no. So there you have it. It's a wide range of things they can say. Women are so unpredictable. Uh, I do know one thing, though. If they were mad yesterday, they yeah. are mad today still. Uh, it's a carryover that they have. I know that about women. Uh, and 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 they're going to forgive you for this, but they're not going to forget this. Uh, mm. You will be well documented this moment right here. Yeah. 
Yes. Now, this misstep that you made yesterday is going to cost you. It will be the steps that's going to go in the wrong direction for you for several days. <laughs> and then uh, towards several. the weekend, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you have an opportunity to try to do something, but do not mention Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just do something this weekend and say, hey, I was thinking about you. Yeah. But do not go, this is for my mess up on Valentine's Day. Because all you're going to do is bring Valentine's Day right back on your ass. <laughs> Don't do that. So just, Great you advice, know, Steve. and Great then, advice. you know, uh, you know, just as the weeks go on, become a little bit more considerate. And then, you know, if you can't arrange to have her overhear you say to one of your friends, yeah. Man, I can't believe how thoughtless I was on Valentine's Day. I really messed yeah. up, man. But I'm going to make it up to my girl because she's the girl of my dreams. You have to arrange that some kind of way through your means of technology to get your girl over here. There. Yes, Tommy. Yeah. But well, them, them flowers is cheaper to date on, on the real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, them get flowers, all them leftover yes, roses. Yep. Yeah, get that. And that's reason why they cheaper and reason why they left over, because they ain't going to have the same effect as the full price ones was. The other day. <laughs> that's why they have price and less. They ain't going to mean it. So you can buy them if you want to, you dumb ass. Go on, get your song. All right. Thank you for that sound advice, Steve. Uh, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to start the show off with, you heard him right there, nephew, with Run That, with, uh, run that Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time to start off your morning with Run That Prank Back with the nephew. What you got, Neff? This is uh, Sleeping Security God, Shirley. That's what it is. <laughs> sleeping Security God. Watch me work. Security booth, may I help you? Hey, uh, uh, this... Sir, can this, you speak up? I can barely hear you. Is this, a, is this a security booth down by the, uh, by the gate? Yes, sir. This security booth yeah listen man it's some people uh next door to me they they keep i'm hearing a bunch of scuffling and stuff going on but i ain't I, you know i ain't really sure what's happening i know i know I'm, oh, okay. i heard this lady scream or something man but i i just <sighs> okay sir if you could give us the unit number that uh you're in we could have somebody come right over there and check that out hello Sir, um, hello. <coughs> yeah. Sir, are you hello? okay? Yeah, I, 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 uh, I got a, I got a sleeping disorder, man. So I, I been, oh, okay. Oh, sleep. I, but I, 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 I the people ne- next door to me, man, they was, I mean, they was sitting there. I, I heard this lady scream, and I just, didn't, I ain't want nobody to, you know, start shooting or nothing because I know they was arguing pretty, pretty heavily. And then I heard, I know they must have been fighting because I, I heard some. I, 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 Fighting, man. I know I hear two, two. It's gotta be two men in there fighting. This lady, over. sir, 
sir. Scream, sir. Is, uh, I hate I to interrupt I, you, but I hear some if you can kids. just tell me the unit. The unit, sir. The I unit. hear some kids over there. Too. Sir, we need to know the unit so that we can come out and investigate. Hello? Hello? Sir? Hello? 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 Sir? Hey, hey, look. I cannot do this all day. I am trying to work. I cannot be around with you on the phone. Could you please give me your unit number? Sir, the, the, the people over there, they arguing, man. I know you. Yes, you yeah. have said that they are arguing. I heard you when you said that they were arguing. Sir, if you just give me that unit number that either you're in or the unit number you hear the uh, noise coming from, we could have somebody come over there and check that out immediately. So what unit number are you in again, sir? Do you do you do you do you hear him arguing? See, let me put. No, I only hear your snoring. I need the unit number. Let me see, listen. I'm gonna put the phone up. You, do you hear? Him? You hear? Him? Yes, sir. But I don't hear the unit number. I need the unit number. Without the unit number, we're just having a conversation. Hello. Hello. Hello? Hello? Sir, are you there? Yo, yo. Oh, hey, man, you checked on them people? No, sir, we have not checked on the people because we have not been able to get the unit number from you. Sir? Dude, this is falling Every time he gets ready to tell me something, he falls asleep. Come here, come here, come here. You got to hit it. He's falling asleep. Hey, man, come here. Dude, this guy is falling asleep on the phone. I can't get the unit out of him because he's falling asleep. Hello, sir? Hello, sir? Sir? Hey, man, I don't know what unit he's in. But he's falling asleep. Every time I ask him something, he falls asleep. He keeps telling me they're over there fighting, but I don't hear him. I, he won't tell me the you. I don't talk. I don't know the you. What the Would you wake your up, please? Hey, I got a guy on the phone that he says that they hear some screaming over his highest unit, but he's falling asleep. I don't can't get him on. Get him to tell me what the unit number is. Hey, dude, come here. Listen to this. Listen. Hello. Uh, I'm going to need you to wake up, sir. Okay. Sir, could you please give me the unit? Well, I, yeah, I got to ask you something. How come y'all, uh, all y'all do is just sit on y'all and watch cars come in and out that door instead of helping people that need help? Because and need it's in like you won't give us a unit number. You shut your up hollering at me. You need to do your damn job, you rent a cop. I'm a rent a cop. I'm a rent a cop. But your is a smaller asleep. Would you just give me the unit number, please? I'll give you the number, the unit number. You ready for the unit number? Are you, li are you listening to me? Yes. This I'm listening is, to you, sir. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just uh -oh. got pranked by your co-worker. Uh -oh. <laughs> uh -oh. Y'all crazy.
this is not funny, man. This is not funny no, at no. all. Y'all got me out here walking around this <laughs> complex looking for people hollering and screaming and <laughs> and, I, and your sleepy <laughs> falling asleep every 35 seconds. Man, y'all <laughs> funny at all. Okay. Uh, let me ask, let me ask you something, man. What is what is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> when you're looking for stupid, come holler at me. I'm right here all day, every day, baby. When you're looking for stupid, holler at me. Okay, Ooh, Baltimore, Maryland. You next. Hard. You already know what's up. You about to sell me out down there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Stupid is on the way. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Neff. Coming up next. As the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending entertainment news, well, Drake won a million dollars on a Super Bowl bet. And uh, still trending, people are buzzing about the epic, epic, epic Super Bowl halftime show. And we'll find out. Uh, how the cruise Valentine's Day was. Uh, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now it is time for Ask the CLO. All right, here we go, CLO. Millicent in Lithonia says, I let my younger sister stay with me for two weeks and she's been here for two months. She started buying her own food and she's given me cash every week. Um, I want her gone, but she's in the way, because she's in the way of my dating life, I don't want her or any woman around my man, should I, um, I don't know, be the exception? Should I make my sister the exception in this? Should she be an exception? I mean, that's up to you. You know, you single, it's blocking your dating life. That's on you. You had a two-week arrangement that then turned into a two-month arrangement. I don't know what to tell you. You know, if your sister, she trying to hold up her own, but I think you just got into to the reason why she had to stay with you in the first place. And then if you don't have a heart, kick her out. Treat her like you're not a relative. Go ahead and do that. See how that play on your conscience with your little dating life. Don't put your damn sister out. She's trying to help you. She's your younger sister. She obviously fell on some type of hard time or hardship. You took her in for two weeks. She needed longer. She buying groceries and stuff. And now you want her gone because it's blocking your dating life. Well, put her out then. How that sound? No, go ahead. Put her out. Tell her you don't need her grocery money. Just go on. Tell her. Go on and... Going down to the shelter. Stay down there. Go ahead and tell her that. Tell your sister that. Come on, Mills. You going straight <laughs> to hell. That. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of your baby sis. All right. Uh, Sharla in Huntsville says, I've been dating a man for four years, and he is the love of my life, but I cheat on him from time to time. <laughs> my bestie holds all my secrets, and she lies for me all the time. Recently, she told me that I'm taking a good man for granted and she's not lying for me anymore. Why did her loyalty shift? Does she want him? Why did her loyalty shift? Because you don't have none. I mean, I don't understand how people expect stuff from other people that they're not willing to give themselves. I just don't understand how you think her loyalty has shifted when you exhibit none to the love of your life. You cheat on him occasionally. Yeah, it's just from time to time. And your girlfriend saying, hey, you just letting a good man throw in a good... What you doing? So now, the real question is, why has her loyalty shifted? The real question is, why don't you have any? And you want people to be loyal to you, but you're not going to be loyal to some people. 
Well, when other people say that, what she's saying to herself, if you do that to him, you'll do it to me. Yeah, right. There you go. Mm -hmm. So I really can't help you. I don't know why her loyalty ain't shifted. You Ooh, just you kidding. just getting Ooh, what you kidding. deserve. Woo, shift. I know. Shift. I know. <laughs> yeah. I could have easily said the other one. It could have worked too. <laughs> Interchangeable <laughs> in this situation. With your shifty self. <laughs> All right, moving See, on. See that other word would have fit right in uh -huh. there too. See. Uh -huh. Thank God mean. for sound the likes. Call us so nervous. Get your face out your head, baby. Right. <laughs> See where you going with this? I do. I'm good. I stay. All right. Here. <laughs> Moving on to Ginger in Edgewater. Ginger says, I'm a 57-year-old divorced woman, and I'm dating a man I met online. In the beginning, he'd send me photos of his bulging underwear, and I thought it was disgusting, but I did not tell him. We finally had sex, and it was not like the pictures he sent me. Why would he send pictures of another man's bulge? Well, no, it was his. It was just close up. <laughs> you know, what? Yes, it was just a close up. It right up, right. It was a, it was a right up on yourself selfie. <laughs> you know, you know that right there. Or, or he could have really? took it by by his rear view mirror on his car, because clearly that, that sign say. Objects in this mirror appear larger than they really are, you know, anything like that. But he, what he sent you was a close-up. It's called an aspirational photo. That's all that is, Ginger. 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 All right. Moving on to Honey in Arkansas. Honey says, I'm 29. We're doing a lot of kitchen flavors today, I see. Yeah, yeah ginger, honey, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. All right, I'm 29, <laughs> and I'm dating a man that is six years older, and we live together. He just started talking in his sleep when he's had too much to drink, and it freaks me out. It's all gibberish, but it's scary to me. I asked him to seek help, but he won't, so I sleep on the couch. He said I'm being unreasonable. What do you think? Uh, Who's he talking to? Who are you talking to? It's, just it's a lot. A lot can happen with people that talk in their sleep, but it's gibberish, yeah. so you don't know. Uh, I don't know how to get help for that. Uh, stop drinking. It, that's one. When he drinks, he talk in his sleep. Right. He could stop yeah. drinking and fix all of this. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I don't, I don't really have an answer for you. You know, if it bothers you that much, you know, get him to stop drinking. And then we, the prop, it only happens when he drinks. So get him to stop drinking before he go to bed. Yeah, You know, y'all 29 and 35 years old, 20, 30, 34 years yeah. old I mean, and 29. Uh, I mean, come on, quit drinking before you go to bed. Yeah. Start talking back to him. Yeah, you'll you'll work it out. Like you'll figure out what he's saying. Yeah, be on going on there. Oh no! What? Ain't get on no no back. Oh no! Oh Lord! Be quiet and understand you. Be around home over there. Oh, and one time for me. One time what? Diamond demons all the time. Go go on over there and help me. What do you say? Go on over where? To myself and all day. Ooh, ah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then he fade on, didn't sleep. Mm -hmm. Why is she scared, though? What, what is she scared of? 
<laughs> You're scaring me, honey. I'm no 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 I'm no 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 no. I'm on a hummer. What? <laughs> you don't know what's going on. Is he chanting? What is? What did he just do? What is he doing? I don't know. Spell on you. Is he spell on me? Spell. With the voodoo queen. Voodoo. Is that why she's scared? Like a bird beak with two chicken feet in a stew of pot. Put them down. Boil your drawers and some casserole. Make you want me. Who draws? My baby draws. Baby? You don't understand the gibberish? Are you scared too, nephew? Yeah. Gibberish, something else, yeah. No, I don't even touch my breast. What? <laughs> I'm out. I'm on the couch. <laughs> All right. Thank you, CLO, the gibbering CLO, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, still trending, Super Bowl 56's halftime show. Of course, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Mary J, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent, and Eminem. Uh, And and wait, did you guys know that uh, the Cincinnati Bagels place kicker, Evan McPherson, didn't even go into the locker room for halftime. Yeah. He stayed yeah. out on the yeah. field. Sat out there the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> Watch, on the bench. Watching the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's when you know it's really, really, really good. Anyway, uh, social media is still exploding to reactions to some of the biggest moments. Eminem took a knee as a nod to Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, his NFL protest, of course, even though the NFL asked Eminem not to do that. However, some media outlets are reporting that the NFL said that um, it is false and they did not try to stop Eminem from taking a knee. Oh, so that was a rumor. Yeah, that, that was just a rumor. Uh-huh. I didn't even know. I didn't even know that's what it was. I didn't know that's I didn't why either. he did it. Yeah. Yeah, because it just yeah. looked like the end of the performance. Mm-hmm. Like he was yeah. great. Yeah. That's right. what it kind of looked I thought like. it was bowing down to Dr. Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. think, uh, I have no idea. You think Suge Knight liked the um, halftime? I'm sure he watched it from inside. Well, now that Snoop owns Death Row oh, Records, yeah. I'm sure he's upset about a lot. <laughs> I thought he was cool with it, though. But anyway, moving on. Now, these memes are all over the internet, and they will not stop regarding 50 Cent's in the club surprise performance. Uh, <laughs> they killing your boy. They Man. are killing What they you. saying about 50? <laughs> Well, Well. you've seen the memes, mainly about, you know, his size, his girth. Um, Girth. Yeah, they're saying that, you know, that, you know. That's wealth. That's all. That's just money. Eating good. Eating good. That's all. That's just money. TV shows on stars. Girth. Um, Anyway, uh, the dancers, let's show some love to the dancers that were on the field. They they did an outstanding job mm-hmm. as well. I mean, they really killed it. Shout out to those curvy cheerleaders. They were on fire. That's right, girls. Girls. I want to say to the bros, I was on the text feed with my Dirty mm-hmm. Dozen boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell they was old because the dudes that had on the khakis, uh-huh. Yes, out there the on, on the field. There. This was his, one of my friend's comments was, man, is they they dancing in prison outfits? 
Jesus. He ain't not been to L.A. You don't know nothing about khaki, do That's actually a fashion <laughs> statement in L.A., right. dog. Oh, sorry about that. He, he was mad because he thought they was dancing in prison outfits. I said, oh. khakis and converse, baby. Yeah. yeah. What's uh, right? It was the gear. It was their gear. Yes. And, and a, a special shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Woo! Oh my God. Yeah. That man's a star right there. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Theatrical, man. Yeah, Very theatrical. Fine. Nailed it. Really, yeah. really good. Really he was good. good. I loved yeah. his dancers. I loved that formation. Mm-hmm. I, everything was, about it. Man, he it was, was fire. Just, I loved yeah. all the black dudes with the blonde hair and the blonde beard. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. They yeah. all looked alike. Yeah, they had that look, Steve. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It was really, really good. Uh, Mary Snoop, it was all incredible. Uh, there's also a viral video of Snoop smoking before he got on stage. Is anybody no. surprised? Not Not at all. Why is that viral? That's how you go to work. He did that every day. That's how you go to work. Yeah, they did their thing. They really, really did. So congratulations again. I can't stop watching it. I just can't stop. I go over no, and great. over and over. It was great. Great. I love Mary's crystal leotard with those boots yeah. i got i went back and looked at that leotard uh, that uh, that that chin, uh, crystals yeah uh, y'all want me to get y'all one of them y'all want one of them i'll get y'all why one not yeah. Oh, yeah it ain't gonna you be the same one she had now it ain't gonna be that one. <laughs> well what kind of stones what what are you gonna glass I don't, i'm gonna get it uh from the alley in la <laughs> just broken pieces of glass <laughs> We gonna cut ourselves. He just, it y'all off. gonna cut yourself messing with time. Careful getting in it, man. Go <laughs> slow. <laughs> and Lord, don't sit down nowhere. It's over, Steve. It's over. Don't sit down and don't lean up against nothing. <laughs> Mary, shout out. That was nice. Good halftime, man. Yeah, it was yeah. excellent. Also, shout out to Jay Z. His company, Rock Nation, produced that epic, uh, epic, epic Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, Jay, of course, was at the game on the field with his daughter, Blue Ivy, uh, in full daddy mode, taking selfies, pictures of them. That that was really cute. I thought that mm-hmm. was cute. Beyonce was chilling in the suite at the game. Queen. <laughs> uh-huh. She was. She was. But She did all great... the work. She, she made Blue, so... Uh, <laughs> you go down there, Daddy. Take them damn pictures. That's I, mean, right. I produce. I produce the babies. Okay. <laughs> go on down there and entertain them. You ain't did nothing. <laughs> That's right. But Steve, you you can kind of probably see both sides of where Jay Z is coming from because he's not only a performer but a businessman as well, and so are you. Oh no, the dude, he cold, man. He mm. cold with it. Jay Z cold with it, man. Remember when everybody was dogging him for meeting with the. Uh, NFL. NFL uh-huh. See, you, people don't understand, man. You have to. The big picture? Yeah, you have to sit with the enemy. Mm. It's the only way you have peace. Kings meet with kings. You have to sit with the enemy to have peace. If two countries is at war, the only way to stop war is you got to go over there and sit with the enemy, and they got to come over here and sit with their enemy. If the enemies don't ever meet, the war continues. That's. That's common sense, but people get why he over there talking to the NFL. Colin Kaepernick, we protest. Why? Whoa. Because after this, we still have to continue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They still going to have Super Bowls. They still going to have Super Bowls after this. And we still going to have black players in the NFL after this. We have to talk to these owners. Get some representation. Congratulations, Jason. That's right. All right. Uh, 
Thank you, Steve, for that. that. That's good information, good knowledge to have. We'll, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. Today is Single Awareness Day. Um, so, I mean, let's check in with the crew. Steve, you're the romantic one on the show. You're the romantic one on the show. I ain't the romantic one on show. This is single check-in for single day. That's Monica and Kia. <laughs> How was your Valentine's yeah, Day? But you're, you're, you're always talking. Oh, mine was dope. Advising guys. Y'all, know, man, please. Y'all know. Y'all know I'm a player. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but we like to hear it. You know what I did? Woo-hoo. It inspires us. Well, I took my girl out to dinner, mm-hmm. which I don't do that much of. I took her out to dinner. I rented out a space for mm-hmm. dinner. I had the space decorated. Like with uh, balloons or something, flowers? Flowers, uh-huh. you know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, menus preset mm-hmm. and uh, because I know what she likes. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So I had a preset menu and everything. I and I had, you know, private room, just me and her. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a nice-sized room, decorated. You know, I had a special surprises throughout the night for her. You know, no, no, no physical gifts or anything. You know, Aww. just mostly all thoughtfulness. Last night, you know, just you know, uh, you know, play a stuff that you know requires thought. You know, notes and stuff laying around. Planning. You know, yeah. you know the planting flowers in certain arrangements that mean right, certain right. things. You know, you know, little, little music in the background. You know, her favorite wine, and you know. You know, mm. Sesakaya, you know, stuff like that. You know, then I know how to, you know, you know, I had my little drink, you know, that wasn't really nothing. I don't, I don't drink for effect. That's for damn sure. I'm <laughs> proud so to say I've never been drunk a day in my life. And ho- that hopefully I will hold true to that till I leave this <laughs> world. Because I see no like purpose this. in getting drunk. Yeah. It's so many uh, men once you stop But it's a great up, night. I think. You know. Good. You did that. Yeah, I don't understand. I I know somebody was in somebody's house the other day and laid down and he, he went in there and she had threw up all over his house. <gasps> all oh. over his bed, sheets, and everything. What? Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. She couldn't make uh-uh. it to the bathroom? No, you can't do that over someone else's home. No, uh-uh. all over they flow beds. She's going to clean this up before you leave my damn house. You're going to clean <laughs> no. this up. No. drunk ass going to no. clean this up. Right. No, she wasn't in shape, Tommy. She couldn't yeah. do it. Ew. No, you yeah. you definitely can't do that over anyone else's house. No. You can't come back ever. <laughs> You're done. Well, you can't ever drink over here, that's for sure. No, you ain't coming back. All right. Coming up, thank you. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour. Uh, have you guys seen the video of uh, the viral video of the sister not knowing how to play spades? And her family yeah. put her out of her grandmother's house. Yeah. We're going to talk about that <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a hilarious video going around. It's gone viral now. This woman is a sister, as you'll be able to tell, uh, is venting because she didn't know how to play spades. And because of that, her family put her out of her own grandmother's house. Take a listen. <laughs> listen, if you that serious about the spades game, don't ask me to play. Now, I just got kicked the f- out of my grandma house, my own grandma house, at family game night, because I didn't know I had a dime. 
Listen, I need y'all to understand. Everybody don't know how to play that shit. Who even invented the game Spades? They don't even play that at the casino. That's not even a real game. My wanna uncousin me now. Cause I, first of all, what is even the word renege? Like, where did that even come from? That sounds racist as to me. <laughs> Wow. I love her. She must have really reneged, though. She yeah. must have. She did, though. She, had she, had she goes on in the video to explain the play she made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. And her cousin and flipped the table over. Right boy. Yeah. yeah. Boy. It was long. It was a long Man. rant. She didn't Man, get that I long. was hollering, <laughs> laughing when I saw you that. You sent it to us. I uh, said, yeah, this is great. You gonna uncousin me? Uncousin me? <laughs> Everybody don't know how to play no damn space, and it ain't a real game. It ain't even at the casino. Right? Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. That don't matter though. Real that don't matter. Facts, no dog. Facts. It's part of all the real hard card games is at the casino. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, that was funny to me, man. I hollered laugh. Yeah, that was. Really when you renege, the whole family is looking at you. Everybody. Yeah, you gotta go. You. you gotta go. You, you gotta, gotta yeah, get up yeah. first. You, you gotta carry your butt out in the yard somewhere, man. Yeah. You can't play they need no more. They need to move. They need to move. We partners. I'm her. I'm her because. I'm, you know I can't focus that hard. My then you don't need to sit down there then. Mm -mm. Don't sit down there. Because look at my face looking at you. I know. Don't yeah. play with me you when it comes. You're too serious when it comes to cards. Spades, dominoes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't play them too care. Mm -mm. At all. I love no. spades. You, I love spades. Well, I've seen you and Tommy play spades and Steve, my lord. And Marjorie. Marjorie has Yo, been yeah, my Marjorie. partner. Uh -huh. Steve's wife in spades. Don't sit down over here with me because this is what Steve I do. Steve is so serious and you can play everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if it's cards, yeah. 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 Real cards. Card. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now, Uno, what is we do? I love Uno. I love Uno too, <laughs> though, Steve. That's my jam. I but it ain't no, you know, no and people uh -uh, play it different. Uh -uh. Like, like the if you lay down do. a draw two mm -hmm. and you next, if you got a draw two, you could put that draw two on top of that person, on top of that, and it go to the next person. I went, no, you got to draw two. Yeah. And you lose yeah. your turn. See, right. they be making up rules. Yeah, yeah. see, you can you draw right. two and still right. play. I be going, what? No, right. Uh, that's not right. right. If somebody uh -huh. put a draw two on you, you got you to draw, draw two. two. And yeah. lose your turn and next person play. What, did right. you get mad and flip the table over? What, you got mad, Steve. So I'm Who playing with my family. Like... Lori done said Uno, she next. <laughs> Lori done said Uno, so when it come around to me, mm -hmm. the color green, I put a green draw two down. Uh-huh. Okay, that's a play. Okay. She got a draw two yellow was her last play. She laid it on top of that. And she win. And she say she won. Wow. And then she she got a draw too. She got a draw That's too. what I, I said. Put her last card down. That's what uh, she talking about. No, I get a play, Dad, and then the, it go to the next person. But then she say, Uno out. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And then I'm like, what? Uh -huh. They be making up rules. Black yeah, people be making up rules. Yeah, when it comes to spades, Uno, all of them. I can't stand all that switch dealing when they doing spades and turning over cards and all this. Here. Right, hey, Tommy. just deal the damn cards, man. That's the one Big I joker, little joker. <laughs> they don't nobody want me to deal. Daddy, you cheat. Okay. 
Steve cheats when he play cards. Oh, you know, he know how to cheat. He know how to cheat. No, I didn't know he was that good with cards, though. No, give me a real deck of cards. 52 cards. You're going to lose. Junior, we used to play cards every morning. He got card tricks, Junior. No, I'm not finna do none of this with you. <laughs> I'm not finna lose. Not 52 cars. You gotta be kidding. Me. All right, coming up next, the nephew and the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, and the subject is keeping it in the family. Uh, we'll get into that. To myself. Mm-hmm. We might need a little disclaimer on this letter as well. Um, Because it's hot. All right. uh, Keeping it in the family is the title. That's the subject. We'll get into that. But right now, uh, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, nephew? It is February. It is (laughs) February, which is Black History Month. So we got a Black History Month prank call for you. Like a here go. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach James. James, please. Speaking. Hey James, how you doing? This is um, Chad. And I'm calling from the uh, from the job. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? Um, I'm very good, very good. Giving you a call. I'm actually the uh, the regional manager over the over your department. Okay, uh, everything's all right, huh? Because day Sunday. I just want to make sure I, I'm still coming to work tomorrow. Oh, you're definitely, definitely nothing like that. You're definitely coming to work now. Who's your manager over at your office? Is it Brent? Brent. Right. Okay. Well, here's what we're doing, man. We're, we're calling everybody in the company, first of all, today. But more importantly, we're, we're definitely making contact with every African-American in the company. And I'm letting you know that we're paying homage and much respect to uh, Black History Month. Outstanding. That, that's something that we want to definitely let you guys know that's important to us. I think that is outstanding. How can I help? Well, listen, we've got some things that, that we want to do for tomorrow. And that's the reason why you're getting a call today. Are you up for helping us, you know, really, really push Black History Month within the company? Chad, I'm a team player. Whatever it takes, let's get it done. Okay, good deal. Good deal. I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do. we got a lot of people that we've given a call to, and everybody's going to play different roles tomorrow uh, at the office. So we wanted to give you a call. Do you mind if you're, if you're really the team player that we think you are, and I think you, uh, you, you've already made mention that you, you don't mind doing what it takes? I don't. You're on the right track. Okay, good deal. Here's what we're asking, man. We would we would like for you tomorrow to actually, if you could find these type of articles tonight. But if you could wear a a burlap shirt, some cut off pants, and no shoes tomorrow, that would really really help whoa, us whoa, out whoa, on the whoa. theme that we're trying to get going for tomorrow. Whoa, 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 Chad. I, I think I heard you, but I'm not sure. Can can you please repeat that one more time, please? We want you to wear a a burlap shirt. Some cut off pants and and just don't wear any shoes at all. That's the that's the attire that we would like for you to come into the office with tomorrow. Really? Yeah, yeah. And we, we we're going to give it a okay. go, man. Everyone's excited about it, and we would like for you to come in tomorrow. Uh, like I said, we're, we're going to chat, chat. Let me let me let me let me give you. I mean, since we're going to celebrate Black History, let me give you one fact. The year sixteen nineteen was the first African American slave arrived in Virginia. Today is Sunday, 20. Do you think I'm do some like that? Are you I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't exactly hear what you said at the beginning. What did, what did you say? Uh, Slavery's been over with. Ain't no way in hell I'm finna come into an office 
with a, I mean, you white folks lose your mind. What is wrong with you? Why you ask me to put on a baseball suit to come in as Jackie Robinson? Why you ask me to put on a two-piece suit and come in as Eric Holder? What the hell is wrong with y'all? Well, what we want to do here, and I don't want you to get upset about this, James. What we want to do is Look we, at we, what you asking me to do to be a slave. Well, well you know what I will do. Here, but he, I mean, I will come I, up there. I will come up there and, and uh, pretend to be Hubert Newton on your. That's what I will do, and show you some real Black Power Panther movement on your. Would you like that? Sir, sir, what we want, we, listen, we're not here to create problems. What we want to do is we want to, we want to pay homage. You call me with a problem on a Sunday to dress as a slave. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Oh, okay, okay, sir, if we're going to pay homage to black history, don't you think that all of that is a part of black history? Highlight the positive, man. Highlight the positive. You're paying me today to work for you. This ain't no slave-free labor. Exactly. Do you understand that? No, I don't. I, I completely understand it. But what if we don't have where where it started from? How, how, you know, we have to have we have to have all every single uh, area of Black history, don't you think? We have to have the beginning, the middle, and the ending. Okay, well, if you want to highlight something, let me be Frederick Douglass. Let me slick my hat back. But see, the problem you got with him was his father was a white man. See, y'all like looking at our women, but y'all don't like uplifting the black man. So how about I do that? Let me be Frederick Zellers. Let's highlight that part. How about you, Chad? You like black women? Uh, 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 I'm here. Answer the question. I, I like all. I like all people, sir. I, I, what I'm trying to do is get hey, a, a, a great, great environment within the company, and everyone wants. This is not a great environment. Like now, the majority of the of the Caucasian people are going to be masters tomorrow. Okay. What the f did you say? Masters? Did you just say masters? Yes, most of them are going to be masters tomorrow. I'll be in there with my attorney to master an EEOC lawsuit on your. F How about that, sir? Do you have a problem with us trying to uh, trying to uplift the black community? Do you have a problem with that, man? F you, you ain't uplifting the thing. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm coming in tomorrow as Barack Obama. But see, you don't like that, do you? Yeah. Running around here, want to get somebody to come in to be a slave? You be a master, master this, master me coming in as a black man, like I've been coming in to work and like I'm gonna forever come in to work. We are a major pharma company, and you calling me on a Sunday with some like this? Are you at your mind? Sir, sir, what we're trying to do is uplift the black community. That's what we're trying to do. Thing talking about slavery, uplift my and kiss my black. That's what you do. Sir, I'm trying to, what we're trying to do is pay homage to black history, and here you are being negative about the entire, entire situation of what we're trying to do. Being negative? You right? I'm being like, man, you. I'm coming in as Barack Obama tomorrow, like I said, and I'm going to have my shoes on my feet. Can you uplift that? Sir, there's, there, uh, there's one more thing I need to say to you, okay? There's one more one thing. More I hell. One more my I'm sorry? You just said all you had to say. What's your name again? Chad, sir. Chad Billingsley. What the hell you got to say, Chad? I, I, all I wanted to say to you is this, sir. Is I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you just got pranked by your co-worker, Kevin. Man, I knew this had to be some kind of joke. Y'all playing on a Sunday? Man, I'm going to kick tomorrow. I was worried about my job. I was getting ready to come there tomorrow and whoop some Every white boy I thought looked like a mouse. And don't let me see a brother dressed like a slave. I was going to whoop his <laughs> too. Oh, man.
Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio station in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Happy it's Black Tubby. History Happy, Month. Yeah. Thank you, nephew. Come on, man. Right? I love him. Right? I just want a burlap, no shoes, cut off shorts. That's all I want. Get on in what here. What the blank? Man. Ooh. Come on. What? You're not happy gonna play uplifting the black community. <laughs> I like the problem. So we're going to have said. some masters I don't in think here. I heard you right. Can you repeat what you said to me? Because he wanted to make sure. After he got clarity on it, though, once he got clarification, the prank was in full blast. Then. Yes. yes. Here we go. Any white person look like a master, and if I see a black person with some burlap on it, <laughs> I bought your black ass in here. I'm going to beat your mind. Boy. Master this, okay? Right. Good in hell well. Yeah. You didn't oh. actually put this burlap on and come in here. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, look at you different. We're going to be oh, just coming. this stupid times 20 uh, this weekend, Baltimore, Maryland, at the Baltimore Comedy Factory. That's Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. One on Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. Tickets going fast. The nephew is moving about the country. Stupid is rolling, Tommy, baby. So didn't that caller tell you yeah. Yeah. to start saying you're going to have fun? You're not no, going to be stupid. The man that ain't sold no tickets to nothing. Huntsville, Alabama people to told it. me I'm stupid. King Solomon from stupid. King Solomon. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Start being All fun. right. <laughs> Thank you, Nev. Uh, coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject, keeping it in the family. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. Pop, pop, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. You just never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. First of all, nephew, let's thank you. Let's do a little disclaimer. If you have young kids with you right now, you don't want them to hear this letter. It's oh, this crazy. is good, Dean. All right. Okay. All right. Subject, keeping it in the family. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 32-year-old single female, and I had been celibate for three years until recently. I don't go out much, so the only men I see are at my job. One day I needed help with my car, so I asked an older male co-worker for his help. He came over to look at my tire, and he brushed against my breast, and I looked <laughs> and looked at me. Our eyes locked, and I could tell he was interested. So I asked him to come by and take a look at my washing machine. He came over, and of course we had sex. Uh, he's average size, but he's into a lot of kinky stuff, so he let me experiment on him. Then, right after Christmas, he told me he needed some time to take care of a few personal matters, and he stopped calling me. The main reason I became celibate is because I'm a nymphomaniac, and once I get good sex, I want it all the time. But he can't deliver, because my messy co-worker said his wife suspected he was cheating and threatened to leave him. 
I kept my mouth and legs closed to him after that and set my sights on a new guy that works at the lunch counter downstairs. The new guy is my age and he loves to flirt, so I asked him to go to the movies. We fooled around in the movies and his package was too tiny to please me, so I faked it until it was over. The very next day, I saw my married lover talking to him at the lunch counter. I steered clear of both of them. My messy co-worker sat down and started gossiping about how the man's son just got out of jail, so he got him a job downstairs. As fate would have it, I slept with the jailbird and his daddy. It's only a matter of time before my messy co-worker finds out all of my dirt. Should I get a new job or just deny, deny, deny everything? Please help. Whoa. Uh, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> what? All right. I, I'm a little confused. It's, it's a lot going on in this letter. So, okay. You were celibate for three years because you're a nymphomaniac or a female addicted to sex. Uh, not for any reasons were you a nymphomaniac or anything like that. Not for any religious reasons. Uh, just because you say, once you get good sex, you want it all the time. The man from work that you had sex with just brushed against your chest and looked at you. And after three years of being shut all the way down, it was on. Or as you said, he came over and of course you had sex. Really? So he was married and didn't measure up. So you moved on to another guy at work. He has a son that you also slept with. You say again, as fate would have it. By the way, fate had nothing, nothing, nothing to do with this, okay? You did. Uh, he didn't measure up either. But the bottom line here is you don't want them to find out about each other. And one of your gossiping co-workers is just hot on your trail to spill it all. She's going to spill all the tea. So you're asking, should you get another job? Uh, sure, if you can get another job, but won't you do the same thing at the new job? Okay, once you go around and sleep with all, you know, come on, this is a pattern with you right now. Uh, why don't you fix your sex addiction issue? I think that's what you should focus on, getting therapy, getting some help, do the work to get to a better place with yourself. In the meantime, steer clear like you're doing from all these people at work, okay? All of them, because they all know. Steve? Wow. <laughs> I don't know where to go with this letter except to just, well, I just got to do it my way, I guess. So here we go. Uh, this 32-year-old single female uh, that's been celibate for three years until recently, she says she don't go out much and the only men she see at her job. She said uh, one day she needed help with her car, so she asked this older co-worker, so he came outside, looked at her tire, and then brushed against her breast and looked at me. Now, listen to me. These are the two things that need to occur for a successful date with this woman. Brush against her breast and then look at her. <laughs> that combination right there. It's about to be on and cracking. She said, her eyes locked, and I could tell he was interested. 
people. Now, here's the key line that I want you to pay attention to. This is how I read letters. So I asked him to come by and take a look at my washing machine. What is she referring to as her washing machine? <laughs> I know that men sometimes name their private parts, but this is the first time I've actually heard a woman name hers and refer to it as the washing machine. I would be scared of that right there because I'm not finna get over here and get put on this damn spin cycle and then you tumble dry me. That's not what I'm finna do. I'm not finna go because this sounds like a wild evening right here. Come on over here and take a look at my washing machine. I'm very scared right here. What does that sound, you know. Stupid. You, you ever, you ever, why would you go over there and put yourself in the washing machine? You ever done that before? You already know your ass is in trouble. You know, come over here and get in this washing machine. No. Hold on, hold on. We'll have part two of your cycle, Dry heat. Coming up, Steve, at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, keeping it in the family. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, keeping it in the family. We had a disclaimer with this one. If you're around small kids, you don't want them to hear this one. So this 32-year-old lady had this older man come out to the car and fix her car, and uh, he brushed against her breast and looked at her, and that was it. She knew he was interested, invited her over to the house to take a look at her washing machine, which we discovered was a new name for body parts because men named body parts and she called herself the washing machine. Uh, He came over and of course we had sex because if you're going to show me the washing machine, I'm going to want to use the washing machine. That's just how I am. You know, I know how to work a washing machine. I just don't want to get worked by the washing machine. That's why I probably would have went home at this point, but he old and thought he tried. And, uh, He's average size, uh, but he's into a lot of kinky stuff, so he let me experiment on him. See, I don't, I don't know what that means right there, but anybody got a washing machine, I'm not going to, you can't experiment on me. What is you finna do with me in the washing machine? So I would be scared right here. Uh, then right after Christmas, uh, he uh, told me he needed some time to take care of a few personal matters, and he stopped calling me. Yeah, it's Christmas. It's family time. So he's married. he got to go take care of his family. The main reason I became celibate is because I'm a nymphomaniac, and once I get good sex, I want it all the time. Now, what? You know, you just thought after all this, you throw this information in. If you put this at the top of the letter, we could have read it differently. That's why you got a washing machine. <laughs> See? Because washing machine got several buttons on it. One of them is heavy loads. <laughs> I don't know where you're going, so I'm if your there. washing machine can handle heavy loads, then that would explain the nymphomaniac part. Mm. I got it. Uh, but he can't deliver. Now listen to this. Because my messy co-worker said his wife suspected he was cheating and threatened to leave him. I kept my mouth and legs closed to him after that, and I set my sights on a new guy that works at the lunch counter downstairs. What? Lady, you throw a lot of information out. So now, this is because of the messy co-worker? Then my messy co-worker, how did... See, how does the messy co-worker know 
that you're seeing him. How? How does the musty co-worker know that his wife is talking about leaving him? How? Who told her this? Somebody talking at the job. Hello. Mm-hmm. So you shut your eyes on this guy downstairs. The new guy is your age and he loves to flirt, so I ask him to go to the movies. You, you, you need to quit talking to men, because if they fix your car or go to a movie, <laughs> the washing machine is open. <laughs> that washing machine got to start working. Now, you in the movie, and we fooled around in the movies, and his package was too tiny to please me. And I'm just going to say this right here since uh-uh. ain't no kids listening. It's really, really hard to be all you can be at the movie. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. other I people around. You know, you ain't going to get maximum performance out of nobody at the movie. Now, I ain't been right. to the movie in a long time. I heard they got seats that rumble and all this here, but, you know, it's still, it's just a movie seat. Rumble? What's a rumble seat? You know, rumbling and shaking and stuff like that, you know, okay, for sound and all like that. Anyway, the very next day, I saw my married lover talking to him at the lunch counter. I still clear both of them. Here we go. My messy co-worker sat down and started gossiping about how the man's son just got out of jail, so he got him a job downstairs. As fate would have it, I done slept with the jailbird and his daddy. You know why fate would have it? Because you end up sleeping with any man you talk to. <laughs> That's why. It's only a matter of time before my messy co-worker finds out all my dirt. Should I get a new job or just deny, deny, deny everything? Please help. You know, you keep blaming everything on the messy co-worker. You the nymphomaniac. See, you, like Shirley said, you got to get you got to get help with your problem because you the nymphomaniac. If you wasn't a nymphomaniac, your messy coworker would have nothing to be messy about. But you sleeping with the daddy and the son. You didn't you didn't talk to nobody. You didn't find out their background. You know, somewhere in the discussion. But you ain't spending no time. You didn't even know the man had a son that was in jail, and you didn't know that the boy that was in jail had a daddy that worked upstairs. Cause you don't spend no time talking. <laughs> you just starts to washing clothes. Yes. You need to have some instructions at your laundry mat. You need to get you a sheet of paper with about 30 questions on it that can generate stuff called conversation, that can get stuff called feedback, that can give you stuff like information that can help you make a decision on who you're going to nymphomaniac with. Because you're just acting. And so the real problem is you the nymphomaniac. Yeah. But, you know, All you right. need to do it. You can do whatever you want to do with whoever you want to, but you got to start taking responsibility for your actions. The fact That's that right. you're the nymphomaniac is the whole problem that you have. That's my right. letter. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand as well. Coming up at 46 minutes uh-huh. after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior coming up next. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley. A couple of things we're going to go over this morning. Uh, Kyler Murray, man, down in Arizona, which is going to be the site of the next Super Bowl 57, going to be in Scottsdale, Arizona at the, at the Cardinal Stadium. But Kyler okay. Murray has erased all signs off his social media that he is associated with the Arizona Cardinals. 
Oh, yeah, he took he took all of it What's off happening? off of Instagram. Yeah, he, well, he said the reason is uh, he feels like he's the scapegoat for the reason why the Cardinals failed to make it to the Super Bowl, and he feels like the team is blaming him. So now the team says, "Well, Kyle is a little self-centered, and that the fact that he uh, he has to find a better way of dealing with adversity. That's what they feel like is his problem." So he's only 24, and this is his uh, contract year coming up. This is last year on his contract. So we don't know if he's going to be the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals coming in the future, but he will be there next year. But he's just saying, right now, I don't want to have nothing to do with Arizona. That's what he's saying right now on his Instagram. Good. (laughs) Come on up to Cleveland. (laughs) We can use you. You're probably tired of all that hot-ass weather, too. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Also, uh, did y'all see Tommy? Did y'all see Kanye West and A.B. Antonio Brown at the Super Bowl? Yes. Yes. That's an ass combination. Yeah. Well, you know what? They got a company now. <laughs> they just started a company. Okay. Uh, AB will be the president of Donda Sports Initiative for Kanye West clothing line. So he's going to do the athletic wear. Now, uh-huh. I don't know how good this is. Now, is this be. slavery athletic wear? Is I don't know what it's going to look like, Tommy. I have no idea. <laughs> I just think that's just a crazy combination. Is he gonna have masks? Cause athletes can't breathe uh, with all yeah. that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the clothes like. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna like slavery. I hope not. <laughs> slavery clothing line for athletes. Well, that's it. But they're gonna be. The, he's gonna be the president. It's called Adonis Sports Edition. Look out! It's coming to athletes anywhere. Also, man, did y'all see that Adrian Peterson was arrested on Sunday? Yeah. yeah. AP. Yeah, man. Adrian Peterson Where? arrested, man. LAX airport for for domestic violence. On the yeah. plane, they got into a verbal altercation, him and his wife, and he tried to snatch her wedding ring off. That's what they talking about, the domestic violence came in. What is you know, all they got to a verbal argument. AP. Now, last yeah, time, man. AP whipped his son ass and got arrested, didn't it? What, what, what yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, she's not pressing charges, so, you know, man, just Super Bowl Sunday, man. I mean, they had to take the plane and turn it back to the gate. So they was no, already AP didn't the, make it to the game. No, he, they was on their way. <laughs> Back no. to Houston, and they turned the plane around. It was so loud on the. Yeah, that's, <laughs> went back that's to the not game. a good time to argue. Yeah, on a plane strapped in. Um, no, no. Before no. you take off or after you take off, just the bad decision on both of their parts. Yeah, that's not the time. Calm down. You're in public, so, man. Calm down. It might be hard, but you got to find a way to calm down. And the airlines. Yeah, the rain must cost a lot. It. That ring must really cost a lot. He wanted to ring. See, All right, Junior. That's sports talk. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, Steve's Winter Olympics report <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Super Bowl is over. And we all know the L.A. Rams are the world champs. Yes, they are. But yeah. guess what? Guess what? Huh. Guess what? What? The Winter Olympics is still going on, and Steve yeah, it is. here with his Winter Olympics report. Here I am. Take it away. Man, cut my music up. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound I love to hear. Why? Because you only hear it once every four years. You hear it in the wintertime, and you hear it in the summertime. Now, what makes the Winter Olympics different than the Summer Olympics? Ain't hardly no damn black people in it. <laughs> so what it is is we end up having the white folk report on Winter Olympics. Now, because okay. it is still our country, even though they act like they don't want us here half the time, we find yeah. ourselves cheering for Americans all the time. So let's mm. just get it on. 
One of the greatest snowboarders of all time, Sean White, made his last run in the Olympics. And what a gallant effort Sean White put on. I remember being on a late night show with him when he was 14 years old, red hair. I sat up there next to the show. I didn't know who he was then, but boy, that white boy show, showed <laughs> out and made snowboarding his life. And valiant yeah. as he tried, them Japanese snowboarders were warming their ass in the Olympics. <laughs> there was no messing with them Japanese boys. And the boy from Australia showed up. He was 16 years old. He had a great showing. And Sean White ended up taking fourth and fell on his last run. Mm. It was an emotional run. Oh. I felt for him. But congratulations to Sean White for an amazing career as a snowboarder. Now, mm. moving on to snowboarding some more. Nick Baumgartner, which is the oldest snowboarder in the damn world, 40 years old, wow. lost in his gold medal attempt. And then they kept him on the team and put him in the mixed doubles with the oldest white woman. She 36. With the <laughs> oldest white man, he 40. And I be damned, them old-ass white people won a gold medal <laughs> in mixed cross-country. Woo! It was heartwarming. It was really great to see Americans win that one. So congratulations. The Americans are finally getting up in the medal count. What else is going wrong in the Olympics? All right. Well, the United States men's curling team is trying to act like they're trying to do something. I'll let you know how it work out tomorrow. But I predict yeah. another ass whooping in curling for the American <laughs> team. <laughs> I have nothing to report in the biathlon and the cross-country skiing because the 10,000 meters went to the Russian Olympic Committee, second place went to Norway, and third place went to the Germans. Why we can't ski for a long time as white folks, I don't know. Y'all always <laughs> running cross country. Now y'all can't find nobody that can ski long. Nah, 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 nah. Because when it come to doing hard work, you don't really want to do that, do you? <laughs> so now, now we can't whoop nobody ass in the long distance. Skiing in the downhill skiing. We had a white boy that had, was in first place and had three skiers left, and all of them out-skied his ass, so he ended up in four. Wow. Damn, I was sitting there, but I liked him, though. That white boy skied his ass off. He had never placed higher than six ever before in any world competition, but he took a four. Ladies and gentlemen, the first black female to ever have a gold medal in the Winter Olympics, Erin Jackson, the young girl, won the 500 yes, meters. She yeah. killed it. Yes, she did. Hooked their ass by... A, landslide, which proves you cannot introduce us to your sport, or we gonna make it ours too. Now, probably gonna keep us out of that next year. Here we go. Vanetta Flowers, the first black female bobsledder to win the medal. She won the medal in monosledding, which is a new event. Congratulations to her. Real quick, the white girl from Russia got banned because she's 15 years old. She took a banned substance, and she got banned from the Olympics. Well, they let her skate anyway and told her, forgive it. Now, Shakira, you remember Sha Shikari Richardson, yeah. the black girl, smoked weed, which can't help you do a damn thing. We got to come <laughs> back for this report. I'll be back with more Olympic reports because I still got more. All right. You heard him. We'll be back with part two of Steve's Olympic report right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, part two of your Olympics report. What do you have? Your winter Olympics report? What do you have? Yeah, I'm going back. I got to reiterate because I was rushing trying to get the black information out because it's so little. 
We're only yeah. talking about two people. We are not doing well in long-distance skiing and biathlon. Biathlon is where you ski and shoot. It ain't an American oh. doing a damn thing in that. <laughs> so I don't, I'm just over there pulling for people I don't even know. <laughs> so hopefully one day we'll find somebody that know how to do that, but not right now. We were four <laughs> minutes behind. Ladies and gentlemen, real quick, Aaron, John, Aaron Jackson again won first black female to 500 meters, Vanetta Flowers. Now, the white girl from Russia that got took out for a band subject because she's 15 years old has been allowed to skate. Why? Because yes. she white. Yes. <laughs> yes. What the hell else? Now, the black wow. girl... Shikari Richardson, you remember, was banned from the Olympics for smoking uh, weed. Right, weed right, don't right. even help you perform. It slows your ass down. Uh, right. So yes. now she was banned from the Olympics, and they don't know she indefinite. But they done let this white girl right back in the same damn Olympics. Mm. Why? Because she 15 and she white. They don't mm. do nothing to white teenagers in this world. <laughs> nothing. They mm. shoot black teenagers, but they mm. kill white teenagers. Chance after chance, there's a chance. That's the Winter Olympic report. I'll be back with more white people in the snow is what we doing <laughs> on the All-Olympic report. We'll do a round of Would You Rather at 33 minutes after, and that's right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for a round of Would You Rather out the gate. You want to pick it blindly? Nah, that don't work out yeah. for us. That good. <laughs> I loved it. It. <laughs> it, it. it hasn't for me, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you rather work and you're cleaning up toxic waste or would you rather work as a mortician's assistant? Yeah, I'm going to clean up the toxic waste. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to do Really? I'm, yeah, I don't no, know. I'm, I'm, no, no. I'm going down that damn funeral home. I'm not yeah, in that waste. Yeah. I'm not in that waste. I'm sorry. You know, what? you talk, talk toxic waste. They just talking about toxic material. They're not talking about like sugar, honey, iced tea. Not that. Because <laughs> I have toxic waste myself. <laughs> you familiar with it? I'm very familiar with that. So I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. accustomed to that. I deal with toxic yeah. waste every time I go in there. <laughs> oh, God. I know, I know them here well, mine toxic. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so I'm not even going. I'm not. That's not a fear of mine. I'm just I've assisting the mortician, though, right? No, I'm not yeah, cutting, vacuuming it out, no body sucking out, no guts. No. I'm not finna do none of that. No, I'm finna no, glue your eyes shut, put no yeah. lipstick on you. I ain't finna do that, though, no. Man, come on. No clothes or nothing, huh? No, no. Same I'm outfit. Same on. outfit he died in. I'm gonna be the worst mortician. I'm not doing all that. Yeah. He looks. He looks so swollen. Yeah, that's oh how they God. brought him in. Yeah. <laughs> he looked decomposed. Hey, yeah, that's hey, that's how they brought him in. He got a, he got a Pepsi yeah. in his hand. Oh he still gonna have that's, everything. That's he how had. they brought him in. Car keys gonna be in there. Why is all this mud under his fingernails? That's how they brought him in. Did you even close his eyes? Though at least that, he was eyes was open when they brought him in. <laughs> We not doing all that. I'm not embalming. the funeral looking at us, though. Why None of that. If y'all closed casket, I told you. <laughs> the sandwich he was eating up is going to be in his hands. going to be in the casket. <laughs> you are crazy. All right. Uh, the family is here you, to see I remember when I bought him that sweatshirt. Thank, thank you. 
be grateful. All right, one more we can get to it quickly. Uh, would you rather get struck by lightning or picked up by a tornado? <laughs> we know what your answer is, Tommy. Struck tornado? by lightning or picked up by a tornado? Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. How far I got to do it. How far, how yeah. far is tornado taking me? Yeah. <laughs> Tornadoes, they yeah. unpredictable. Yeah, I don't know what that's going to be, but I tell you what, when you get hit by that lightning, you usually don't be right when you come to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm that's today's that. round of Would You Rather. Coming up next, our last break of the day. And Steve Harvey, closing remarks at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, last break of the day. On this Tuesday. And Steve, uh, before we went to break, we were talking about would you rathers, and I asked you, would you rather uh, work cleaning up toxic waste or as a mortician's assistant? And you picked yeah. toxic waste. Yeah, I'm picked the toxic waste because I'm not going to make a good mortician because I'm telling you, I don't like, I don't like working. I'm not going to work well with bodies. And that's one of the biggest problems, you know, that people have when they lose loved ones is sometimes the cost of the funeral. Now, if you're going to force me into being a mortician, then I'm going to be able to help poor families with the cost of the funeral because I have like a as-is special package. Like, you know, like funerals cost $4,000, $3,000, $8,000, all like that. Uh, Yeah, I just do an as-is for like $750. You know, seven hundred fifty, and that's just as is. So don't come in here asking no questions about it. You can ask after we get to the funeral, but this is as is. Yes, Tommy. But, but why ain't nobody ain't nobody cut his hair? What's what's up with that? No, that's he didn't come in here with a haircut. <laughs> See, that's what as is means. Well, no, we're not we're not lining him up and all this here for seven fifty. That you okay. cutting into my profits now. A haircut now fifty seventy five dollars. Yeah. You can't cut into my profit with a haircut. That's your as is price. Well, okay. can you just at least close his eyes? No, 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 no. He came in here with his eyes open. <laughs> I think I think the fact that he was surprised he was dying. And <laughs> so. To close his eyelids, we would have to embalm him. And I just told you, 750 is as is. Now, he was surprised he died that day. You need to know that. Okay. That's the look of shock. Okay. Yes, Carla? Well, can you at least change his clothes? No, ma'am. No, yeah. ma'am. No, we're not yeah, changing clothes. I mean, clothes. we have some clothes at the house that we could bring, and you can change. Right. No, well, if you bring them, we charge it. Wait you charge him to change his clothes? Why? Can't pick his fat ass up for free. <laughs> it's three fifty to put clothes on fat people. I got to tear my back out lifting him up, trying to put a shirt on him. That's extra. See, now you over into the $1,100 package if you want us to put clothes on him. Other than that, he gets the clothes that he came in here in. The as is price... We unzip the body bag inside the casket. That's your. What? That's seven fifty. Oh, the bag is in the in casket. The casket. That, that's your lining. 
That's your line. No, you ain't got to be in here picking out Is it a casket rental? No, we're going to give you this. This pine box. Oh, my God. You seen the Westerns gun smoke? Them the same boxes we using. Well, it looks like he's smiling. Can you at least fix his teeth? I mean... That he that's that's how that's how it would happen. He was surprised, his eyes was open, he was gritting his teeth, and bam, right there. That's why he ain't got no teeth. Now, and then the other one, y'all know he didn't have good teeth when he brought him in here. We don't do dental work. We do not do dental work up in here. Ain't no visit line and all this here. Selfie as is. That's what we do. At the budget funeral home. Any more questions you need? Yeah. Why does he have a gun? Why is it a Glock in his right hand? Why is I'm not prying fingers loose. <laughs> Wait. 750. Okay. Okay. Rigor mortis set in. His hand uh-huh. was gripping the gun. They brought him in here like that. That's that's the life he led. You and I, now I'm put a nice. I have cards that say "Live by the gun, die by the gun." I have stuff like that. You want me to lay that on his hand? But we not ungripping his fingers off that gun. Okay. Uh, uh huh. Can we do something about the smell? He kind of, he kind of has a, a smell to him. Can y'all just push? Yeah, now for that, we have dealt with that. Um, there's a, a can of Febreze by the casket, so as you come up, you can spray your area while you're standing there with a can of Febreze and move on. It comes with the package. You now have a can of Febreze sitting right there at the front opening of the casket. If you can't handle the smell, quick shot of Febreze. Don't do more than two back and forth, though, because we got to have enough for everybody. It's, it's, this, is, this is the shot with the free. One forward, one backward. Take a deep breath, quick look, move on, next person. Can you at least Did put you, some makeup uh, on him? Huh? Makeup. Can you at least put some makeup on his face? No, no, yeah. man. Not, no, no. Not for as he is. Do. No, that's what morticians do for full price. We don't do that with the as is price. No makeup. You know how he looks. That's it. No makeup. Yeah, what about Sorry. the flowers? Did, flowers? Did, yeah. We listen. We done dug the hole. We're going to push the dirt on it, and over time, grass will grow over it. Okay. But there are no flowers in here for $7.50. If you want any flowers, it's, it's, it's BYOF. Bring, Bring your, your own flowers. flowers. <laughs> you can lay them in the casket, cover his outfit up, or anything you want. But it's BYOF. Bring your own flowers. Thank God for real morticians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Is you a trauma? Who's doing you, what? I was just saying, who's doing the eulogy? Oh, uh, the that... eulogies is all the same. Uh-huh. The paperwork says, you know who he was. <laughs> this is how he is. <laughs> Thank Amen. you for coming. <laughs> You're the worst funeral director ever. I know it. I'm Steve Harvey, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed the show today. If you were offended by that last bit, I really don't care. Y'all have a great day. Talk to God. He loved to hear from you. See you tomorrow. Bye. Shout out to funeral home directors. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 